Well, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but there was a two-page spread in Saturday's Globe and Mail signed by a very long list of notable Canadians, all of them taking aim at Bell Media over the dismissal of CTV National News anchor Lisa Laflamme. We talked a bit about this on Friday. The open letter was endorsed by the likes of Anne Murray, Jim Balsilli, and others. It said Laflamme was an award-winning ratings leader for the company until one thing changed, the color of her hair. Uh, and in making their, quote, business decision, Bell confirmed one sad truth. Even after all the progress women progress women have made, they continue to face sexism and ageism at work every day in a way which is unacceptable. And this was sent to the board of directors and management of BCE and Bell. Well, the new CEO of Bell said on Friday that he was satisfied the dismissal uh, or the CEO, rather, uh, Bell said on Friday that he was uh, satisfied the dismissal was not related to age, gender or gray hair. And he announced that Bell Media's VP of News, Michael Melling, would be taking leave until the outcome of a third party review. Uh, now, there have been many weighing in on this topic over the past two weeks uh, since the announcement or since Laflamme herself announced on Twitter that she was leaving and that she'd been blindsided by this decision to not uh, to terminate her contract. Um, Prominent Toronto employment lawyer Howard Levitt, you may read him in the post, he's one of them. And he's had a really interesting take on this because he's looking kind of at the whole notion of the investigation. Anytime a company gets into trouble now, they launch an investigation, which of course just means the whole thing gets delayed, right? So he wrote an opinion piece over the weekend, and he says, over the past few years, much of corporate Canada's crisis management has increasingly consisted of informing angry constituents that they are having their crisis, quote, investigated. But what does that actually mean, he asks? Well, to elaborate on what he meant, Howard Levitt, author of many books, including The Law of Dismissal in Canada, joins me now. Thank you for your time tonight. Well, Ben, thank you for having me. You know, as you've mentioned, I know that uh, that a lot of these op-eds that you write come from, a, from you know, a reaction to something that's happening and, and that you can add expertise to. What about this whole sequence of events at Bell Media involving Lisa Laflamme really piqued your interest and thought, I need to sit down and write something about it? Well, first of all, I like you referring to it as an op-ed because I write a workplace law column for the Financial Post. It's not supposed to be an op-ed, but this one became an op-ed because I was impassioned by the idea because it's been filling my law office. I've had older worker after older worker and dramatically disproportionate numbers, the boomer generation, are all getting fired because they're making 85000 90000 a year. And the company says, well, they've got that money because they've, they've been working for 25 years. They built up to that income. I can get someone to work, make it, do it the same job for 63000 And that's what's happening. There isn't the kind of loyalty, especially after COVID, when no one's seen each other for two or three years, that there used to be. And companies are just focused on the bottom line of the forgetting. First of all, the experience these people have and the memory that they have of the various things that prevent them from making the same mistakes. And secondly, that other employees look at how they're treated and say, gee, I might be treated like that one day, so they may not have as much loyalty as they would otherwise. The Lafemme thing made no sense. Here was the highest rated person in television or radio in Canada. And in your business, which I actually know pretty well, ratings equals dollars. So getting more than a million viewers a day with the concomitant ratings meant that Bell was making a fortune on advertising. So why would you play with that formula? Now, people are saying it was ageism, it was gender discrimination. I have a case 
against Bell for Danielle Graham, who was terminated, making explicit allegations of gender discrimination. They sure didn't call a investigator for her. No, no heads rolled there. And her allegations were made by her explicitly in the statement of claim. So one wonders from that, why is an investigator being done now? And in my experience with workplace investigations, it's management's backup strategy in every bloody case where the brand's being tarnished. In my view, it's a scam. I mean, workplace investigations generally. You call an investigator, you appear to be doing something, and all you're really doing is kicking the whole thing down the road a few months. By the time the investigation comes out, if it ever comes out at all, everybody's forgotten. It's off the front page or off these shows, off your show, Ben. And that's what workplace investigation is. And who's the investigator? Some hired gun. What's their motive? Well, they get more assignments. So they give the investigation report the company wants more often than not. And as I say, I think it's a scam. They want to do a real investigation. First of all, you don't investigate the newsroom. That wasn't the problem here. All the people in the newsroom are irate at how Lisa Flam was treated. They wrote the big letter. They hired a lawyer to write anonymously. They were all afraid to put their own hands up on their behalf. And then so many friends of CTV wrote a, published a big article in the Globe that I saw with many prominent Canadians signing it. So who should be investigated? The newsroom who are complaining or management? And you need an investigation. If senior management made the decision, they don't need to investigate. They know exactly why they did what they did with Lisa Flem. If it was junior management, they don't need an investigator. The president can call the junior manager on the carpet tomorrow and say, why did you fire her? and get the answer right away. You don't need a how many month investigation to find that out, which is why I also say it's a scam. You know, I, I worked there. I worked at CTV National News. I worked with Lisa Laflamme uh, for many years. Um, you know, this has hit a nerve the way that one, you know, lots of people have vanished from the airwaves over the years, but this has hit a nerve at a certain time. And I think you touched on it earlier because it somehow others out there are looking at this and saying, wait a second, there's a lot of this going on. Why? Exactly. Well, there's a lot of older Canadians being terminated right now because they can get someone at half the rate. And I'm confident that the new anchor doesn't earn as much as Lisa did. And that is a business decision, if that's the reason. That's why a lot of Canadians that are older are getting terminated right now. Or they want someone who's going to be there for another 30 years, another 40 years with respect to other Canadians. So other Canadians, looking at Lisa Flem, who were fired ostensibly, at least some people are claiming because of her age, are saying, my goodness, that has happened to me or could happen to me or has happened to my friends. And they're really concerned. Also, as you know, intimately, Ben, you're in a business where people relate to you. They see themselves in you. You're their friend every single day or five days a week, and they trust you. You're a trusted advisor, someone who they, and if they're tuning into you every day, then you're someone who they respect and like and are interested in what you have to say. It's not like some anonymous employee at a big company somewhere who gets terminated. Lisa Laflemme is the friend of millions of Canadians who see themselves in her. And so when she's terminated, they take it very personally. 
But one would think too, I mean, that's true of, of the senior employee at your bank who gets let go. That's, you know, a lot of people, that's tr- especially true for employees within the organization. I think one of the things we've seen here is, is the anger from within the organization itself uh, because they've lost a mentor. And I think that's probably true of a lot of organizations where senior people are let go for salary reasons, when in fact it's their experience and their and their ability to know the business that people come to depend on so much. And maybe join because of working with her. And that is true everywhere, not just at Bell Media. And that's something that companies don't think about when they fire somebody for whatever reason they fired her. What's the impact on others? What's the internal impact? What's the external impact? Because everybody at Bell Media, if they could do that to Lisa Flynn, what job security do I have? My own view, if I can just move aside a little bit from this particular point, is what they should do is have the board of directors personally get involved and call for an investigation. And they should be the ones running the investigation of senior management. And they shouldn't hire some paid hired gun, someone like me, someone who's an employment lawyer, motivated to get more assignments. They should hire a senior, respected, retired judge who's unimpeachable and has credentials in fact-finding and getting to the bottom of things. Now, when I look at the board of BCE, I see a bunch of people who probably should be in the board of a bank or maybe the Rosedale Gulf and Country Club if you're in Toronto. Not really the media company, but still, they're better situate than senior management is who made the decision. That's what we need here. And I think that's what it will take for Canadians to be satisfied that justice is going to be done and whatever rot is the bottom of this whole thing is there's a microphone, uh, sorry, a microscope put on it, and the problems are determined and opened up to the public, because the public's intimately interested. Howard Levitt is our guest this half hour. He's an employment and labor relations lawyer, author of several books, including The Law of Dismissal in Canada. We're talking about uh, boomers getting fired in general uh, is the theme here. What do you think is going to happen just on the specifics of the, of, the, of the Bell Media case? Where do you see this going next? Well, where it should go and where it will likely go, where it will likely go, because that's the question you ask me. They hope by hiring an investigator, it will get buried People forget that we've seen is doing the right thing, even though, in my view, as I said earlier, hiring investigators always are almost always a scam. And secondly, they fired Melling. Now, is Melling, or maybe he's not fired, maybe he's only suspended, or maybe he's on a leave. Right. The vice president of news, the new vice president of news, really at CTV National, yeah. But I got to tell you, I can't think of many cases, I can't think of any case off the top of my head, where someone who's been suspended pending investigations ever returned. It just makes their situation untenable if they do. So it's a nice way of exiting him, in my opinion, and based on my experience. And I've had a lot of experience in this area. But is it really just Melly? He was the face of the story for management. But it's hard to believe the new vice president of news made this decision on his own. I don't think anyone believes that. I certainly don't. So who else was involved? Who else do you have to get approved by? And what was the real reason? And why did no one put their mind to these issues? And here's the point that I think is very important to understand. If the reason was, as people allege, age discrimination, or if the reason is gender discrimination, which has also been asserted, or if it's a bit of both, 
that even if they can prove she would have been fired anyway for other reasons, if it's tinged with gender age discrimination, then that's a violation of the Human Rights Code. And if it's a violation of the Human Rights Code, then it's illegal. So if someone decided to fire her for illegal reasons, that's cause for their discharge without severance, committing a, an illegality, especially in a senior management position. And that's why I say that what should happen is the board should get involved. The board of BCE should get involved, order its own investigation, and heads should roll where appropriate. And I don't think people are going to be satisfied otherwise. The best thing they could do is call her back. The ratings would go up from what it even was before. I can't see that happening, though. Just on the broader context here, though, uh, again, this has touched a nerve. We saw that letter, as you mentioned, that open letter from a lot of people, Ann Murray, Jim Balsilli, Kathleen Wynne, uh, amongst others, that was published in the Globe and Mail this weekend. Um, just as for the broader context, is this raised, is this going to help uh, when it comes to this issue of older workers? I wish people would interpret it, Ben, as you have in terms of older workers. And there's some element of that for sure in the coverage. I think people are contextualizing this just to be Lisa Flem, our beloved top anchor, and how she was treated as opposed to how older workers generally are treated. Although I think that is what's really motivating so many Canadians to be involved emotionally in this fight because they see it happening to other older workers too. Will this help older workers? I think a lot of companies are going to be looking at this and saying, look what happened to Bell Media. Do we really want that to happen here? Maybe we better be very careful about how we terminate people, not letting them give the mess, be involved in the message they give, treating them nicely, treating them fairly, being wary of how the public's going to react, being wary of how our employees are going to react, worrying about other groups putting pages paid in the Global Mail or the National Post, protesting a particular termination. Now, You've got to have someone public like Lisa LaFlam for that likely to happen, but it's going to make everybody look a bit askance in positions of management for terminating people in the future, I think. And it's not, I mean, it, and it, 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 I wonder how it gets better. It's a long process. I'm 69. I remember racist comments that were made when I was a young child. Racist comments that would never be made today. And it's not just that people have learned to bite their tongue, which may have been true for the first 10 years, or say when I was in my 30s or 40s. People actually think differently over time. And that's a great thing. And gender discrimination has been an issue for some time, and I think there's less of it every year. Age discrimination has never really been an issue that people have talked about. I can't think of being talked about before the Lisa LaFlam case. And it might take some time for people to have that same thought. This is something I shouldn't even be thinking, let alone acting on. Because companies generally think too, a couple of things. Who can I get for the cheapest price? That's not usually the older worker who built them, set their careers up and their salaries up over many decades. The second thing they think of is, what's my successorship plan? And if I'm going to hire somebody who's 58, or I'm going to hire someone who's 25 or, say, 35, who will have many more decades here. And that's a pretty fixed thought in management's mind when they make hiring decisions or even retention decisions who they let go during a layoff. 
And it's going to take a while before they realize emotionally, subconsciously, this is inappropriate age discrimination. They still may have those intellectual thoughts, but just like the biases of my youth, I don't see very much anymore because people realize it's morally wrong to think that way and therefore actually don't think that way in most cases. It's going to take a little longer for age discrimination because it's newer on the horizon. Howard Levitt, we'll have to leave it at that. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Ben.